Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Control Alt Delete. So this is a bit of a spontaneous bonus episode with Olivia Purvis. Uh, Liv came round to my house, we did a YouTube video together for her channel and I thought, why don't we have a little catch up on the podcast because her episode was one of my first ever ones in the first 10 I think and it's a really popular episode. It got a lot of downloads and people seemed to really like it. So I thought, why not get Liv back on the podcast for a little 20 minute chat if you don't know Liv Purvis is a blogger youtuber instagrammer she is signed with storm management and her blog for me is a real go-to to figure out what to wear what to buy what to eat she's worked with amazing brands from Bowdoin to Miss Selfridge to Lancome Kate Spade Estee Lauder lots and lots of others and she's also nominated this year for a glamour award for her youtube channel which is friggin amazing so excited to share this little mini episode we spoke about comparison mainly and anxiety and feeling rubbish about yourself online because we can see so many people's lives and how to get over that and how to concentrate on your own thing so hope you enjoyed this little chat and here it is Right, so very exciting follow-up podcast episode with Liv Purvis. You might notice, hopefully, that the audio quality is way better. We have got a full studio now, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, do you remember last time I was like, coming to my studio slash wardrobe? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You've got a whole production team now. Like, hi, I swear hi guys. I swear. Hey, Ben. <laughs> I remember, like, in one of the ones with Mother Pucker, she was like, oh, my God, you've actually invited me into a dungeon because it, it was it just paints such a weird image of where it actually is done and it's actually the most normal room in the whole world yeah like with the most normal All right. street. <laughs> just so substandard like just so average no but it's not it's not done i, I mean want... it's red velvet like there's like black leather sofas it's, it's there's dark. like a water cooler i know it's a receptionist i know like big white, headphones white leather seats <laughs> I think I've taken it a bit far <laughs> we wanted to theme this episode because obviously in the last episode which you should go and listen to if you haven't already is about Liv Purvis who is why did I say your full name <laughs> Liv Liv's amazing sort of journey no. into being who she is now and what seven years of having a blog can lead you to wow and crikey I mean now you're friggin since we last spoke, nominated for a Glamour Award. Lol. Been to the Brits. Lol. Been to the BAFTAs. I mean, I, I did, it was my, my, my best actress award. I mean, I mean no, you've been up on that stage multiple times. I know. We wanted to follow up with actually a kind of themed episode about, at the moment, there is a bit of a increase in feeling anxious and feeling like you have to compare yourself to everyone all the time and just FOMO in general oh it's huge it's a really big thing and I think this was sparked after I saw La La Land which maybe it's not so relevant anymore but you know La La Land will never be irrelevant and I'd just come out and there was a scene that really stuck out to me which was when Emma Stone no spoiler alert here um, is talking about comparison essentially and she's looking in a room and she's about to audition and there are about three or four other girls outside who all look like her. I mean, she sees them as being prettier, talented versions of herself and it kind of struck a call because I think that is what we're seeing every day online when you're looking at these other girls who you think they're doing what I'm doing but they're like, yeah, a 2.0. They're just like the new and improved version of what mm. I'm doing 
And it does make you, I mean, it's obviously industry-wide, so you can be doing anything from acting to, I'm sure, presenting to absolutely mm. anything. But I think when it's online, I said recently in a blog post that it feels like being online or on Twitter is like being in your workplace or an office where you can constantly hear every conversation. Yeah. Like, it's like, obviously when you're at work in an office, you don't hear everyone, everyone can get on with it, but I think it's like hearing every debate every unsettlement and it's all in front of you and there's no HR to go to and say hey this person's bothering me a bit it's just all there and you just have to kind of just shrug it off and it's really it's a lot it's easier said than done because I think you can see everyone's achievements you can see almost everyone's pay rises like you can just see everything it's like a very public office space so true and it's quite difficult to actually detach yourself and think well actually I'm doing all right this is better than I could have ever wished for Mm but sometimes that's still not enough because yeah. of the age of comparison you're like you know 16 year old Liv would be like wow Liv you could never have dreamt this but then you look at someone else and like ah, oh. you're instantly reminded yeah of, has it ever directly impacted your productivity it used to I think you're actually I think quite good because you for example will not go on Twitter for a few days I feel like I'm quite, quite good at like I can schedule what I need to do but I feel like if it's getting to a point where it is hindering my productivity then I'm like right Liv we need to stop because what what gain is there like I'm not I think by sitting there looking at someone else I'm not getting stuff done and therefore I'm never going to be as good as that person because I'm not doing anything I'm just sitting there wallowing in Mm. stupid self-pity so I think what I like to do especially when I work from home is I kind of give myself like a time plan so for example if I need to write a blog post set myself an hour and a half two hour blocks and after that get 10 minutes on Twitter because I think if otherwise you can just sit mm, and then and scroll. Yeah, and scroll and then someone can have be having a conversation or a debate or a discussion, that word, discussion. Mm. And you just think, I've just wasted so much time looking at this and I've got no work done. I probably feel a little bit less good about myself. Mm. And you're just like, why have I done this? And I think I'm getting better at kind of thinking, well, it isn't the full picture. And I know a lot of people speak about it just being a highlights reel. I mean, Twitter's definitely not always the highlights mm-hmm. reel. We know that. It's just, it's full of everything. But I'm getting a lot better at kind of, if I know that it's starting to make me feel anything less than positive, I'm quite good at saying, right, I'll go out and walk the dog. Mm. I'll switch off and go upstairs and do something else. Because I think the world will carry on spinning. Yeah. Like, it's not terrible that I'm part of every conversation. Because it's not. It's Mm. like anything. Like, I don't always need to be part of it. Yeah. Because you know, um, like, the shine theory thing, which is like, if you see someone who is doing really well and you're jealous of them you should befriend them because Ooh. it's like the destiny's child formula of like <laughs> I love you this. know like Kelly shines brighter by being friends with Beyonce like yeah. that sort oh, of thing yeah okay and so if you're like I'm not saying Kelly's like less than are Beyonce, you saying I'm a Kelly <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Kelly babe but it's kind of like I'm the if Michelle you're, then <laughs> go and find a Beyonce type yeah. thing but I think that's harder I think that's easier said than done. Oh, 100%. So, because people always say, you know, I am so supportive of other women and I truly believe that we should all rise up and lift each other yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I also feel like there's a responsibility to say it's hard sometimes to lift up other people when you're feeling crap about yourself. Of course it is. I think it really is difficult. And I think it's sometimes difficult to also, when you're not being lifted by other people, to want to lift other people yourself. Because you feel like, well, why am I not getting the support that everyone's kind of, you know, to like the sisterhood? And I think sometimes the internet can make you feel like you're not part of that. Even if you've got the most strong group of 
IRL friends who are around you and pick you up at any given moment sometimes when you're online and you see like clicks of people that are like oh we're doing this like we are the best group of friends then you can sometimes think why am I not part of that like why why what but also talking about work all the time like I know we sometimes talk about it because I, I we don't see each other like all the time so yeah like, when we do we're like ah, we've got to talk about we everything. like want to catch up on everything but I I definitely feel like there's a limit to talk about worky things but is there anything that you do that isn't work related that kind of makes you feel better about work if that makes sense yeah I mean I like to see I think one thing that makes me feel really good about what I'm doing is going out with friends perhaps who understand what I do but don't do what I do and I think that's a nice thing because you talk we have lots of different common interests but for example my friend Sarah who works at Cambridge Such a Company she does like PR marketing she's incredible she's amazing because she understands what I do she understands my vision and like the kind of thing I want to do and like where I want to take things and you can talk about work for a bit but it doesn't govern it and it's nice that someone can be on your page understand why you might be feeling a certain way but then still be able to be like okay cool now let's eat waffles and talk about like a film we've seen or a tv show and inspire you in other ways or like go to a gig or like say let's do something that isn't revolving around what you're doing Mm -hmm. but that can inspire you to create something that does evolve around what you're doing because I think what I do isn't the most important thing in the world. Obviously, it's not. But I think you can forget that because it's quite a self-indulgent mm. career. And because you love it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you can think this is the main thing. And it's hard to kind of sometimes be like, well, actually, it's not the most important thing in the world. Mm. I'm not saving lives. I mean, you know. Well, I need to know where you get your clothes and <laughs> well, this is and it. food. This is it. You, you, you might not save lives, but you definitely improve some well, choices improve choices <laughs> I am a choice improver you are and I've realised recently that I can also sell out a badge or two <laughs> I've sold out two badges this week that's crazy <laughs> that's my like USP <laughs> I'm Liv and I sell out badges would you like me to sell out your badge <laughs> those Alan Partridge thing I've ever said please stop okay moving on well you're going to get inundated now having I've said that badge requests <laughs> yeah but oh I was God. thinking about what you just said about like having really good friends like Sarah who you can talk to about that stuff for example where you leave feeling like full of energy I yeah. have so many friends like, like you. that I, like you, you I feel, feel great when I, when I chat to you because I just laugh but in real life it's easier to know who makes you feel good and bad but I feel yeah. like online sometimes I don't know about you but I, I follow people and I'm like oh they, they kind of make me feel a bit crap yeah how do you manage that because you're not I mean, you're, you're not the type to, like, unfollow, but how do you manage, like, your feelings online? I don't know. I try to... I think it's, it is important. Like, I think we might have had this chat before about muting people, for example. Oh, which I, yeah. I, you don't want to be a muter. I feel like it's... You want to try and get to a point where you think, do you know what? I'm okay with them being there because I can deal with whatever they're saying and realise it's so different to what I either believe in or stand for that it doesn't affect me mm. like it got to, like it, there was one point where I'd compare myself to a lot of people that I'm so different from so it wouldn't even be a comparison where the people I'd be most like I was comparing myself to it'd be people I'm so vastly different mm. from and Joe was kind of like well you know do you want to be doing that do you want to swap in what you're doing for what they're doing and I was like well no of course I don't that's not my style and he was like exactly then why are you sitting there comparing yourself to these people that you wouldn't swap what you're doing to be like them, so why are you sitting there beating yourself up? And I think it's just being able to recognise that difference and think, well, I don't know, and especially I like to think, like, I don't tweet everything. Like, I'm very much, like, I don't know if I buy something new or if I go somewhere or I visit somewhere, I don't 
document everywhere. And I just have to realize that not everyone is like that. Like, you know, some people document everything. And just because, you know, they are doesn't mean that I'm not having a fun time too. Like, I think sometimes you need to feel like you validated it by putting it online. Like, if I didn't, if I, you know, didn't tweet about it, did it happen? And it's weird because you get into that headspace where you're like, I didn't talk about it online. Was it actually worth talking about? And then you're like, of course it was. I just... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can validate it yourself. Well, you that's need it. Because and it's such a personal decision, isn't it? I feel like as well, it's kind of. I do think that it's good to check in with yourself, though, because yeah. actually, like you just said, Joe, wise old oh, Joe. Oh, Joe, you need to do a what, podcast with Joe. Yeah, just talk, seriously, he's a fountain of he's knowledge. So wise. I feel like <laughs> he's saying really is like when you look at something and it makes you feel crap, take thirty seconds to be like why yeah why is do, it making do you, you want like that? that but also maybe you're jealous of them because they're happier than you right now yeah or maybe it's because actually they've written something about this topic that actually you'd quite like to be involved in or maybe yeah. i don't know maybe there is something there that you are jealous of but you don't really want to do what they're doing yeah i don't know i think it's a really i think it's a useful emotion i think it's very because it can be a really great or you realize you don't care well that's it it can be a great driving force i think if you can use envy or jealousy which are really horrible emotions to feel because they can make you feel really rubbish and everyone feels them some in some capacity i think at some Mm. point like it's totally normal and i think you can't feel guilty for it but equally don't indulge in it either i think if you can use it as like a driving force to think well is that something I can achieve? How can I achieve it? Or is it even worth like using this energy to feel upset about or like jealous about? Because I think unless you literally are the same person as someone else or you're an identical twin or you had the same upbringing, the same career, the same life, then can you really compare yourself to anyone? Because I don't know, especially because we're all still young. Like when you look at your life in the grand scheme of things, you're like, you know, there's so much still to look back on and, like, reflect on. I mean, mm. in the last 10 years, I'm like, wow, like, if I think of the next 10 years, it's quite mind-blowing. Yeah. I wonder if back in the day, you could be happier with what you've got. I think Because then yeah. you don't have a constant reminder. Like, I remember when I was, when I was younger, there were so many parties that I wasn't... That now I yeah. kind of think, oh, I wasn't invited to. But I didn't know at the time that I wasn't because invited. Because you don't care. You don't because look. Because you're, you don't you're content you're not with what you're doing. And I think because everything's so in your face, whether that's, like, events or what people are doing on holidays, it's all very much like, oh, they're doing that. Mm. And it gets to a point where you kind of... You worry about sharing things because you're like, it's so silly because... I think especially in the age where we're very used to being able to do everything or have a part of everything or try something and I don't know like maybe it's being a millennial mm. Ooh, the m word maybe it's learning that you can't get everything but that's quickly. it and that's and it, that's fine because I feel like we are a generation where we are so lucky to have the opportunities that we have especially in the career that we're in like mm. I feel remarkably lucky that I can travel and it's it is more than I could have ever have wished for and I think staying in touch with that and realising that what I'm doing now is more than I could have ever hoped for mm. is important because sometimes you just think you don't want to get spoiled. I am my own boss. Like, that is nuts. And I think sometimes it gets to a point where you're like, okay, that's great, what's next? Mm. And I think especially I'm not particularly driven by... I don't have a huge business plan where I'm like, right, I need to hit this amount of money next year. Like, I literally think if I can earn a modest living and just have a bit of freedom that is all I really want and I think it's being able to recognize that actually what does make you happy in what you're doing and what else do you actually need to make you happy and I'm like well I'm happy doing this I'm like exactly stop it's fine embrace that like yeah you don't always they do say that like millennials on the whole are 
more interesting experiences yeah. than like physical objects and there was like this mental statistic from um eventbrite okay. and they said that millennials spend like 400 million a month or something on live events oh my but they God. love things yeah. they love like going to things traveling yeah spending their money on gigs like mm. it's not it's not it's not as bad as it looks we're just on our phones the whole time well i know that's it like even if we're on our phones at a gig which is yeah I mean, oh my god like they're bringing your bloody ipad to a gig. oh my god is that you <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> or your me. laptop <laughs> i'm just gonna Flip skype it i'm just gonna skype my eight friends from this gig right final question yeah for this bonus episode. I feel like We've I could go on purpose. and on. Have I got a bit too deep? There's been not many giggles. I think we, it's nice to have deep ones. Yeah. It's sometimes nice to actually hear what you're saying opposed to just be like, <gasps> yeah, it's <laughs> Also, we just filmed a really a giggly video, video yeah. where I can't speak and I'm really and goofy we are, on it. And we're talking about your shoes for the majority. Oh my God, my shoes. Oh my, if you could see Emma's shoes right now, they are just the most fantastic out of this world. They're pointy purple, metallic, stretchy, <laughs> Glove-like <gasps> boots. And I just... I can't... Oh, my God. I just realised what they remind me of. What they remind you of? A pantomime. Yeah. <laughs> like, coming like, on stage. And you and... feel like you need to walk on your tiptoes. Like, do 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 They're really... They're, oh they're, they're, they are I amazing. Mean, they're, they're incredible. I mean, I'm going to admit, they are pretty amazing. Hashtag link in bio. Um, so, yeah, it's fine for us to have a balanced, <laughs> deep podcast and then ridiculous video. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my last question is... And this is deep, actually. Okay. It doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be a deep answer, but... Deep as a puddle. I think it's good to give away practical advice on these things. If you're having a bad day in terms of comparing yourself... Yeah. Like, because I, you know, we all get them. Um, where you're just like, right, that's it. Every, literally everyone's better than me. Even <laughs> when it's not true. What sort of things do you do to treat yourself? Make yeah. yourself feel better? Well, like, what are your go-to things? Ooh. It can be, like, products or yeah. TV shows or anything. I go on Pinterest and find inspirational quotes. <laughs> Comparison is the thief of joy. I get my favourite quotes up. <laughs> no, what do I do if I'm... I'm really glad that that was a joke. I was like, oh, oh okay. That's fine. You were like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't really look at quotes on Pinterest, but, you know, maybe it would help. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with a quote. There's nothing wrong as with a quote. As long as they're quote. not in comic sounds. That's it. I know. Do what you love. Never work a day in your life. Unless it's murder. <laughs> Oh my god, you need that on a Pinterest board. <laughs> I have a card and greetings card, like, do what you love in life unless <laughs> So that, that, that is dark and deep. Uh, what do I do if I'm having one of those days? I try and switch off. I kind of think, what, what is it that I'm actually trying to do online? Like, do I need to be on the internet to do what I need to do? So if I'm doing a blog post, do I need to be on Twitter? Or do I need to be looking at other people? Because if I don't, then I will come off that. And I'll just think, right, I'll have a bath. I use this amazing, it's called, I think it's a bath potion. Mm. It's by Magic Organic Apothecary. Apothecary. And it's like peppermint and fennel and it's the most relaxing smell ever. So you pour it in the bath and it feels like you're in a bath of Vicks. And it just, it makes you feel really heady. But it's really calming. So I'll do something like that. And then I just, I don't know, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know. I'll probably have a pizza or something like that makes me feel good. But not something that's going to make me feel even worse mm-hmm. like especially if you're sitting there looking at other people like oh look how fit they are <laughs> by like gorging your body weight in dough doesn't always help so I'd probably just pop on a TV show that makes me feel really good I love anything on like channel 4 so I love anything like first dates goggle but anything that's just really light hearted doesn't require me to think too much or put too much emotional strain on a delicate girl yeah yeah and then I'll do something like I love getting I think getting to bed early as well I love going to bed before 9 that is like, oh my god <laughs> I mean like 8.55 <laughs> not like 7 p.m. 
<laughs> but I think going to bed earlier just no, you're sit- you're right and actually that is something that's really important sleep. because I think one of the problems as well is phones are so addictive and you can read the entire friggin internet before you go to bed I yeah. was going to read the whole web yeah and look at what everyone's doing yeah, literally everyone it. go through about 27 Instagram stories oh what's blah blah eating for dinner and oh, actually I wish I'd what, had that. What, what the answer is and it's like the recipe that has been given out since like the teens of like have an early night well that is so true like when I was away in January we went to Somerset and we stayed in this house and it had no signal the wi-fi was terrible to the point where we'd be in bed and I couldn't use my phone and before bed I couldn't check twitter like if I wanted to go and like retweet something I'd have to get out of bed you know that's a commitment that is committing myself to the cause so often I couldn't be bothered and I'd read and I'd literally be able to switch off and I'd and I think I think sometimes if you think about it like this when you think well if I was to insta story everything I was doing it would look blissful to people I'm in bed it's before nine I'm insta storying and someone else would probably be like oh I wish I was in bed early but because you're not and you're just doing it you're not enjoying it you're not enjoying it so just think like you know just this would make a great insta story but like even right now i'm chatting with you i'm not insta storying it but i'm having a billboard yeah, time it is true i know thank you for coming on to my spontaneous bonus episode thank you for having me thank you for letting me you're be a wise on... owl well, i don't know about but that. i think it's important to talk about about that particular thing like about the real feels <laughs> just, yeah just because i i mean i'm asking you because i want to know and i feel, so like, I feel well, like maybe people are listening will want to know but just how having a guilt-free yeah switch off is is really important this is the year like we said everyone will realize that we are all the same Same. we all have the same feeling it doesn't matter if you're kendall jenner or you're um someone who's not kendall jenner it's not kendall jenner and we're all feeling vulnerable online sometimes yeah and i think that's fine i think a lot of the most successful women i know i'll talk to them and they're like oh yeah i feel really rubbish about this and i'm like what you are doing some of the best things i've seen and they're like oh really and i'm just like god listen to yourself but then we all do it. We all do it, and we all doubt ourselves. And you could you could be starring in a Hollywood film and still be like, oh, but I really think this is the person should have part. Yeah. Well, thanks, Lewis. Thanks for having. Let's me. go and eat some pizza. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I said bye.